0: Today's scripture comes from Second Peter, the 38th chapter, verses uh, 8 through 15. The promise of the Lord's coming. But do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years. And a thousand years are like one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some think of slowness, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a a thief, and then the heavens will pass away with a loud noise, and the elements will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and everything that is done on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be in leading lives of holiness and godliness? waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God because of which the heavens will set ablaze and dissolve and the elements will melt with fire. But in accordance with his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth where righteousness is at home. Final exhortation and Dexology. Therefore, beloved, while you are waiting for these things, Strive to be found by him at peace, without spot or blemish, and regard the patience of our Lord as salvation. This has been the word of, the, of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
1: I, I know that the sermon that God put on my heart this week needs to be heard. It needs to be preached. I don't know if you want to hear it. But it needs to be heard. Have you ever come to worship and thought, why can't we just get down to the sermon? I got things to do later today. You might need this sermon. If you've ever been part of a group that prays for a pastor before worship, and you're in there saying, let's hurry this up, we got to get in the sanctuary. Even our prayer time, we cry, just cram it into our busy schedules. On a Sunday morning, the Sabbath, a day of rest, and we're still just agonizing over time. You might need to hear this sermon. Did you hear that, Nancy? Not that I'm making it personal or anything. Our lives are frantic these days. And if you watch the news, oh, then great, not only are you frantic, but now you're fearful? And you're wondering where God is in this world? Will we ever know peace again? How long until the Lord's return? The news is enough to make even United Methodists believe the Lord is coming back. And it might be tomorrow. We need this sermon. And I hope you're ready to hear it. Lord, we thank You for Your Word, Your gracious Word that reminds us no matter what we are seeing with our earthly eyes, if we open our eyes of faith, we see a whole different place a whole different wonder to behold. Strengthen us for these days and our work in them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have you ever ordered a pizza and waited for it to be delivered? Some people do that. And they wait. And they wait? If that ever happens to you again, then remember this. If you lived on the island of St. Paul in Alaska, and you got an urge for a pizza, it would take three days for that pizza to get to you. Now, I have a question for you. What would be a reasonable tip on a pizza... That takes three days to deliver in Alaska, which is a little bit cold. We aren't good at waiting. At red lights, oh, I love this one. It's nine o'clock at night, you're in the middle of nowhere. There's not another car in sight and you get stopped by a red light. What do you do? Don't tell me. You know what you do, maybe. You stop, exactly right Peggy, that was the right answer. Okay, let's make it even harder. It's nine o'clock at night, you're leaving the church after one of our spectacular functions. I love bragging on you whenever I can and you go to the light at Hilltop, the longest light in Rock Hill. I have seen people jump out of cars and trucks. I am not making this up. I'm in the pulpit. And get out and go push the button on the pole just to, yeah, Mike's raising his hand saying, yeah, me too. Just to get that light to change. We are not good at waiting. In the grocery checkout line, in the doctor's waiting room, it is so well named, waiting for food in a restaurant, waiting for the television commercials to end. How many shows have you recorded just so you could fast forward through the commercials? We are in a time when microwave ovens take too long. We multitask. We fill every minute of our calendars. There is a saying that goes like this. Why is there never time to do something right, but always time to do it over? Life gets frantic. We live at a fast pace, rushing here and there and everywhere. I hope you've been taught this, but just in case not, in Greek there are two words for the word time. And they are very different kinds of time. Kairos and Kronos. Kronos is clock time. What time is it, Dallas? Just guess. It's up there on the wall. 11.20. That's Kronos. Everybody knows it's 11.20. Next minute it's going to be 11.21. It keeps going and going and we are locked into it as human beings. We run our lives by Kronos. But then there is Kairos. And Kairos is God's time. And today, God reminds us that we need to slow down and live in God's time. Time, Kronos, 1120 is measured in minutes. But Kairos, Kronos and Kairos, you have to keep it straight. It's hard for me too. Is made up of memories and moments that are to be cherished And one follows the other. I I once heard someone say, so many people work so hard to make a living, but living in God's time means working even harder, not to make a living, but to make a life. In Jesus' day, people were getting disheartened. Jesus had promised to return and usher in the new kingdom, the kingdom of peace. They knew God has saved the best for last. And they yearned for that day to come. Jesus said that there were some in that generation that would see it happen. But no chariot to fire. No legions of angels soaring around the earth, gathering in God's elect. There are no stars falling from the sky like we read about last Sunday. And to this very day, we are still waiting and praying, I hope, For the kingdom of God to come soon. But not too soon. Now, why would I say that? Because the Bible says that. A group of travelers were being made to wait on their airplane to arrive. People were annoyed. Then they got frustrated. Then they got angry. One gentleman walked up to the attendant on duty and said, I must be on this flight now, and I must be in first class. The flight attendant, trying to be nice, said, Sir, we will get you boarded as soon as possible. He quickly said, Do you have any idea who I am? Has that... Ever worked for anybody. Without hesitation, the attendant smiled, picked up the intercom microphone, and said, we have a passenger here at the gate who does not know who he is. If anyone can help him find his identity, please come forward. Unlike that man, God is being patient. God is giving us time to figure out who we are in Christ. And God, even more blessedly, even a more beautiful gift, God is giving countless others time to figure out that there is a Christ. A Christ-offering Forgiveness of sin. Eternal love. The hope. The peace. The joy. The love that we celebrate at this season and are called to live all year round. And if that's the case, then Lord, take your time if even one more soul will be saved. We all know we need these words today. I know I certainly do. We are all living our lives at breakneck speeds. See, you heard the announcements. You heard we have a cantata coming up and the young at heart's coming up and a quiet service coming up. You know what you didn't hear? is my head exploding with how much more do I have on my to-do list this week that's not normally there. We all live in Kronos when God is crying out for us to live in Kairos in God's time. do you suppose would have happened if Naaman had gotten into a hurry and had only dipped in the Jordan River six times instead of the seven God told him to? Do you think he would have still been cured of leprosy? What if Elijah had only prayed for rain six times when God had told him to pray Seven times. What if Israel had gotten into a hurry and had walked around Jericho six times? In times of waiting, make a life and not just a living. Measure your life in moments. Not just in minutes. Everything in God's time. It is the only way to peace. And our only hope for a great forever. Amen.